Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in. I'm here to drop my two 68 UFC picks. Why? Just because I want to and just because I can. Live and breathe UFC and uh, this weekend's going to be a crazy card. Always put money on every single weekend so let's get started. If you like a good multi, feel free to tune in, feel free to put it on. At your own risk, I definitely don't want to put it on and then people hate me for, you know, not getting them all right. You never always win so it's up to yourself. If you want to go with them or not, I'm just going to break down my five leg multi that I'm going to put on. So I hope you enjoy. I get my information from Dan Hardy's Full Reptile podcast and his Outlaw podcast, as well as Ariel and GC, his breakdown, as well as Izzy, Freestyle Bender YouTube channel. Fuck, it's so good. He has the best breakdown, so that's where I'm getting all my shit from. So my five leg multi first one will be Ian Gary vs. Jordan Williams. So. Ian Gary, from Ireland, massive hype behind him right now. I actually only found out about him this week. Idolise Conor McGregor, obviously, if you're from Dublin, Ireland, it's obviously going to happen. He just came off his um, win of the Welterweight Championship at Cage Warriors. Um, he's currently 7-0 on an 11-fight win streak outside the UFC, which includes his amateur career. So, take that as you will. Four TKOs, one submission, and one decision. He's gone three rounds, as well as five rounds for the Cage Warriors, Cage Warriors Championship. And he trains at Sanford MMA. So he trains with Gilbert Burns, Derek Brunson, and Michael Chandler that is fighting this weekend as well. The only thing I'm worried about is that he is like, he's 23 years old. So he's been fighting for five years, all up. He's obviously very young in his career, which is scary. It's always hard to put on um, when, they're first, uh, when they're early in their career. It's always so hard. So he's been training for five years, but... The person he's fighting, Jordan Williams, I feel like Dana White is definitely trying to push Ian Gary to win because he chose a great first opponent for him. So Jordan Williams, record is 9-5. and five. Last loss came to Mickey Goal. Sorry, has lost four out of his last five fights. Because I think Dana White is really trying to set him up and uh, set him up for a good first fight. So Ian Gary, as I said, he's on his 7-0. It'll be a good first fight for him to really enter into the UFC. It'll be a good debut for him. So fingers crossed, we get this first leg done, putting him for KO or points. He's got good striking, good defense. Um, I watch his Cage Warriors, I watch about three fights, he's where he got the welterweight strap. And um, his knockout as well, I forgot the bloke's name, he used to fight in the UFC, Harry Back, forgot his name. Crazy KO, he's got a beautiful right hand, right head kick, where he put him asleep. It was so clean. So I'm on the hype train. Let's get it done, Ian Gary, by KO all points. So that's the first leg, Ian Gary versus Jordan Williams. Second leg, I'm going to put Alex Pereira versus Andres Michalaitis. If you don't know, Alex Pereira is the first person to ever knock out Israel Adesanya in kick with glory kickboxing. So he has two wins over Izzy. The first one was a decision. The second fight, clean KO. Put him on his ass. First um, knockout loss of Izzy's career and his last one as well. I know Dana White is frothing at the mouth for this fight. Um, and he's setting him up good for this fight too. This Andreas kid, record is 13-4. Last win was a unanimous decision um, in his debut fight. His last fight, he got KO'd. And it was um, in July of last year. Um, it really just depends if this Andreas guy can take him down and hold him down. Alex Pereira... His record is 3-1. and one. 
Lost was on his debut, rear naked choke. So hopefully, fingers crossed, he's been uh, trained that takedown defense. Been training with Glover Teixeira, he trains his um, striking. Should be a good fight. I'm predicting this one is going to be fireworks. I can see Alex Pereira knocking him out in the first two rounds. If this Andreas guy cannot get him down. If he doesn't get him down, it's going to be a long, long night for him. So Alex Pereira, he's definitely going to be a problem. And as I said, Dana's frothing at the mouth. He wants that rematch in the UFC. If Alex Pereira can get up there, he needs to get up the ranks. So these first two fights, they're in the prelims. They're both making their debut, which is always scary. Double chance is always nice and safe. KO points for Alex Pereira. KO points for Ian Gary too. Justin Gagey versus Michael Chandler. Holy shit. This is going to be the main event for me of the night. But for me, Chandler and Gagey is going to be a crazy fight. Don't blink. Fireworks. Gagey 22 and 3 with Chandler 22 and 6. Gagey's only slightly taller, 5'11", Chandler's 5'8". The height's not going to matter anyway. Gagey's finish rate is 100%. 19 KOs. Like, come on. Chandler as well. Um, incredible record. He's got some crazy one-punch power. If you have watched his Bellator fights, which I have, he has got some crazy one-punch knockout power. I'm going to put 100% for it not to go the distance because how can it? That first round is going to be electric it can't you don't even it's so i was struggling to even figure out a winner for this fight because it's going to be so tight it's going to be a game of inches it's pretty much going to come down to is gagey going to land the leg kicks and if so how is he going to react to that if you have watched chandler's last fight last fight sorry in the in bellator he has been stopped by leg kicks um he had per, perennial nerve kicked out like sugar show when he got um defeated by marlon vera um, so Chandler was kicked in the leg, his leg went all limp, same thing, he couldn't walk out for the next round. So it's really going to come down to, is Gagey going to land the leg kicks, and from there, can he finish him, or is Chandler going to be able to set him up for the overhand right? He had a crazy one-punch knockout of Sydney Outlaw and Bellator. It's all about who's going to implement their game more. Gagey, I can see him getting the dub, he's got more weapons. If they, if Chandler does what he says he's going to do step forward and does not take a step back if he keeps it standing i think he's going to be in for a long night gagey can take shots gagey has been finished but it's what in the third fourth fifth rounds of his fights over like being landed over 100 strikes from dustin poirier eddie Alvarez. both coming off losses um and they were both losses to the champ at, oh, for the title sorry so obviously Oliveira, chandler got put down by the left hook and then gagey obviously got choked out by Habib, so it's hard. It's going to be hard to pick a winner. So if I was going to pick a winner, I'd pull Gagey by KO, but it's too hard. It can go either way. If they fight 10 times, it'll be 5-5, five and five, I think. So, um, yeah, 100%, I'm just going to put it to go not the distance. I'm not going the distance. Ah, shit, man. This fight is going to be insane. I can't wait for that. Next one. Rose Namajunas versus Weili Zhang. They... Their skills are very similar. Obviously, Whaley has got the power. She's shorter. She's compact. She can knock anyone out. And she's just a, she's just an animal. She's a dog. But Rose, she's the technical striker. Incredible footwork. She's like a dancer. You can't... You don't know when she's coming. She's beautiful feints. Her footwork is so in and out. And the way she feints everything is just... 
it's going to be hard for Whaley to even read her. And you can tell from the first fight, like, what happened. She fakes the leg kick and then goes straight through the guard and lands it. I've never seen anyone land a kick like that either. And that was the craziest, probably the KO of the year for me, to be honest. And with this rematch, it's all about, honestly, where's Whaley's head at? For me, Rose is going to come in. She's with Trevor Whitman. That's what I forgot to say about the Gagey fight as well. With Trevor Whitman too. Trevor Whitman is a wizard. He is one of the best coaches um, in the game at the moment. Only tr trains three people, and that's Rose, Justin Gagey, and Usman. So we know how Rose is going to come in. She's going to come in with a footwork, beautiful jab. She's going to faint her way in, and you're not going to see any of the strikes coming. But Whaley, where's her head at? How was she after the fight? She said she... In the last fight, her head wasn't all in there because she got booed on the way out. She's going to get booed again, 100%. You're in America. You're in enemy territory. So where's her head at? She was on a 25 win streak before she lost to Rose. So... I think it's just going to come down to where is Whaley's head at. If her head's in the game, she's been training with Suhudo as well. She's going to go for the takedown. She could just try and mix it up just to give Rose the fear of going for the takedown but in saying that is she gonna go for the takedown get caught on the way in get it choked out for me it's hard to pick this one i was i'm gonna go with rose but for me it's hard to pick on how it's gonna go down i can see it going the full five rounds just because um rose's rematches have a history of doing that she obviously knocked out joanna in the first round when she first won the strawweight title she had the rematch and then it went the full five where she just batted um joanna young jake jake I can see it going the same way, where Rose, obviously it's an all-standard battle, Whaley, she's cautious of the kick, but I can see Whaley being much more defensively sound. I can also see her trying to get this takedown. In saying that, it's like, is that the best thing? Obviously, Sahuto's been coaching her. We've seen her on top. She has crazy top games, so if she doesn't go in the guard, if she just postures up and just rains down punches and elbows, she'll have a good chance. But if she tries to go in the guard, play that submission game, try and mount, I can't see it going Whaley's way. Just because we haven't seen her on the ground. Because it just depends on what her game plan is and what she's been training with Cejudo. But I can see Rose... I can honestly see this going to decision, but I'm going to put... I don't know if I should put KO or points or submission or points for Rose. Whaley is going to... 100% she's going to attempt a takedown. And from there, where is it going to go? It's a big question, but I think... Oh, this is so fucking hard. Oh, my God. Fuck it. I don't think Whaley's going to get knocked out again. She's too smart for that. She's a beast of a fighter. She got knocked out in the th last fight, a minute and a half in. And people can say it's a fluke. It wasn't a fluke. Rose is just that good, but can she catch Whaley again? I don't think so. I think if she does take the win, it'll be submission or points from Rose. Let's fucking go, Rose. Now, this last fight, holy shit. If you watch the press conference and you're not fucking G'd for this fight, what the fuck's going on, man? Kamaru Usman versus Colby Covington. Now, obviously, again, Kamaru is training with Trevor Whitman. Covington also trained, uh, changed camps um, to MMA Masters. Who are they? I don't know. They've never trained anyone. So, no offense to them. We don't know who he trains with. He left, he left ATT because of all the dramas with Masvidal and Nunez and... All that shit. He blamed his loss to on the training too. So it's like, where's Colby's head at? Is he has he accepted the loss? But if we look at the fights, if we look at the stats, since that last fight, Usman has fought. He's fought three times. 
did for Masvidal the first time, which was his first camp with Trevor Whitman. He got the decision win, wasn't happy with that win, but then goes ahead and fights Gilbert Burns, where he proves his beautiful jab, his beautiful straight right. Um, his striking is what has changed his game. Obviously, he's got high-caliber wrestling, but his striking is what has now become elite. And it's just the basics. That's what Trevor Whitman trains. He just trains his basics and the footwork to a T. He just sharpens it. Usman already had all the skills, but all Trevor Whitman did is just tweaked it and made it sharper. So you look at his fights. Decision with Masvidal. Knocked out Burns in the third round. I think it was the third. And then went and knocked out Masvidal in the second round. And obviously, game bread ain't up here anymore. Like, I would have never thought that Usman would have knocked him out. The cleanest one-two in the game. Cleanest straight right you'll ever see in your life. And that's just his evolution. Honestly, he's just evolved since this fight. Usman and Covington, I watched the fight again. Incredible fight, but Usman's a different fighter. Is Colby a different fighter? Fighter, sorry? Maybe. But let's look at his last fight since this fight. He had a fifth round TKO over T Wood. No offense to T Wood. He's 39 at the time. He was already on a um, two fight losing streak. And then what happened after that? He lost to Vicente Luque and then lost to Jake Paul. And then it's like, for me, no offense, it's like, if you lose to Jake Paul, come on, what are you doing? But that's all we've seen. We've seen Colby. He had a good game plan. The standard game plan went in, took T-Wood down, ground and pound. Kept, when it was standing, you pieced him up on the feet and then mixed in the wrestling beautifully. I think Colby, if he does have a chance, he needs to try and... Mixing the wrestling. We saw with the first fight. He didn't even try. If Colby does try to take him down and doesn't get the first takedown, he can't be discouraged. Especially it's Usman. He's never been taken down in the UFC. How many fights has he had in the UFC? He's never been taken down. He just needs to keep trying. He just can't stop. And his whole game is wrestling and striking. If Colby does it again and just strikes, it's going to be a short night. From Colby's point of view, I think you just have to see it as Usman's never been taken down in the UFC. 100% takedown defense. He's been... They have, um, there's been a lot of fighters that did attempt to take him down. Last fight was Gilbert Burns. I think he tried to take him down twice. With this fight, I think it's not going to distance. I can see Usman knocking him out. And honestly, I can see him doing it faster than last time. His striking is so elite, and Trevor Whitman has sharpened him up so much, I can't see him losing this. Honestly, I bet the house on Usman to win. But for this, I'm going to put KO. Yeah, I'm just going to put him by KO, because fuck it, bro. Usman's getting this done. So I'm going to put him by KO, and that's the only one where I'm going to put 100% Usman by KO. Those are my picks. So, if you want to put them on, put them at your own risk. Not my fault if you lose them, so sorry. Let's go over it again. Five-leg multi. Ian Gary, KO points. Alex Pereira, KO points. Chandler and Gagey to not go the distance. Rose to win by submission of points. Does she? I don't think she knocks out Whaley again. And then Kamara to win by KO. Five leg multi. Get it done. If you want to put it on, put it on at your own risk. DM me if you do want a link. That's fucking illegal. You want to watch it for free? DM. I got that link for you. All you have to do is turn it on on Saturday. And we got you, fucker. Peace.